Hi, Ed Burdett here. As we finish our weekday readings, I want to briefly say that this podcast is a labor of love that's funded entirely by listener donations. Each day of the week, we offer scripture readings, and every Friday, we include a devotional called Reap, where we read, examine, apply, and pray over a section of scripture. If you find value in what we offer, or if you'd like to help spread Bible resources across the world, would you consider supporting us financially? You can do that by visiting oneyearbiblepodcast.com slash give. Special thanks to our monthly donors who consistently and faithfully offer their support. Once again, that address is oneyearbiblepodcast.com slash give. Thanks for considering, and now for today's reading. Today's reading begins in Leviticus, chapter 15, starting in verse 1. The Lord spoke to Moses and to Aaron, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and tell them, When any man has a discharge from his body, because of his discharge he is unclean. This shall be his uncleanness in his discharge. Whether his body runs with his discharge, or his body has stopped from his discharge, it is his uncleanness. Every bed on which he who has the discharge lies shall be unclean, and everything he sits on shall be unclean. Whoever touches his bed shall wash his clothes, and bathe himself in water, and be unclean until the evening. He who sits on anything on which the man who has the discharge sat shall wash his clothes, and bathe himself in water, and be unclean until the evening. He who touches the body of him who has the discharge shall wash his clothes, and bathe himself in water, and be unclean until the evening. If he who has the discharge spits on him who is clean, then he shall wash his clothes, and bathe himself in water, and be unclean until the evening. Whatever saddle he who has the discharge rides on shall be unclean. Whoever touches anything that was under him shall be unclean until the evening. He who carries those things shall wash his clothes, and bathe himself in water, and be unclean until the evening. Whomever he who has the discharge touches, without having rinsed his hands in water, he shall wash his clothes, and bathe himself in water, and be unclean until the evening. The earthen vessel, which he who has the discharge touches, shall be broken, and every vessel of wood shall be rinsed in water. When he who has a discharge is cleansed of his discharge, then he shall count to himself seven days for his cleansing, and wash his clothes, and he shall bathe his flesh in running water, and shall be clean. On the eighth day he shall take two turtle doves, or two young pigeons, and come before the Lord to the door of the tent of meeting, and give them to the priest. The priest shall offer them, the one for a sin offering, and the other for a burnt offering. The priest shall make atonement for him before the Lord for his discharge. If any man has any mission of semen, then he shall bathe all his flesh in water, and be unclean until the evening. Every garment and every skin which the semen is on shall be washed with water, and be unclean until the evening. If a man lies with a woman, and there is an emission of semen, they shall both bathe themselves in water, and be unclean until the evening. If a woman has a discharge, and her discharge in her flesh is blood, she shall be in her impurity seven days. Whoever touches her shall be unclean until the evening. Everything that she lies on in her impurity shall be unclean. Everything also that she sits on shall be unclean. 
Whoever touches her bed shall wash his clothes, and bathe himself in water, and be unclean until the evening. Whoever touches anything that she sits on shall wash his clothes, and bathe himself in water, and be unclean until the evening. If it is on the bed, or on anything she sits on, when he touches it, he shall be unclean until the evening. If any man lies with her, and her monthly flow is on him, he shall be unclean seven days, and every bed he lies on shall be unclean. If a woman has a discharge of her blood many days, not in the time of her period, or if she has a discharge beyond the time of her period, all the days of the discharge of her uncleanness shall be as in the days of her period. She is unclean. Every bed she lies on all the days of her discharge shall be to her as the bed of her period. Everything she sits on shall be unclean, as the uncleanness of her period. Whoever touches these things shall be unclean, and shall wash his clothes, and bathe himself in water, and be unclean until the evening. But if she is cleansed of her discharge, then she shall count to herself seven days, and after that she shall be clean. On the eighth day she shall take two turtle doves, or two young pigeons, and bring them to the priest, to the door of the tent of meeting. The priest shall offer the one for a sin offering, and the other for a burnt offering, and the priest shall make atonement for her before the Lord, for the uncleanness of her discharge. Thus you shall separate the children of Israel from their uncleanness, so they will not die in their uncleanness when they defile my tabernacle that is amongst them. This is the law of him who has a discharge, and of him who has an emission of semen, so that he is unclean by it, and of her who has her period, and of a man or woman who has a discharge, and of him who lies with her who is unclean. The Lord spoke to Moses after the death of the two sons of Aaron, when they came near before the Lord, and died. And the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron your brother not to come at just any time into the most holy place within the veil, before the mercy seat which is on the ark, lest he die, for I will appear in the cloud on the mercy seat. Aaron shall come into the sanctuary with a young bull for a sin offering, and a ram for a burnt offering. He shall put on the holy linen tunic, he shall have the linen trousers on his body, and shall put on the linen sash, and he shall be clothed with the linen turban. They are the holy garments. He shall bathe his body in water, and put them on. He shall take from the congregation of the children of Israel two male goats for a sin offering, and one ram for a burnt offering. Aaron shall offer the bull of the sin offering, which is for himself, and make atonement for himself and for his house. He shall take the two goats, and set them before the Lord at the door of the tent of meeting. Aaron shall cast lots for the two goats, one lot for the Lord, and the other lot for the scapegoat. Aaron shall present the goat on which the lot fell for the Lord, and offer him for a sin offering. But the goat on which the lot fell for the scapegoat shall be presented alive before the Lord, to make atonement for him, to send him away as the scapegoat into the wilderness. Aaron shall present the bull of the sin offering, which is for himself, and shall make atonement for himself and for his house, and shall kill the bull of the sin offering which is for himself. He shall take a censer full of coals of fire from off the altar before the Lord, and two handfuls of sweet incense, beaten small, and bring it within the veil. He shall put the incense on the fire before the Lord, that the cloud of the incense may cover the mercy seat that is on the covenant, so that he will not die. He shall take some of the blood of the bull, and sprinkle it with his finger on the mercy seat on the east, and before the mercy seat he shall sprinkle some of the blood with his finger seven times. Then he shall kill the goat of the sin offering that is for the people, and bring his blood within the veil, and do with his blood as he did with the blood of the bull, and sprinkle it on the mercy seat and before the mercy seat. 
He shall make atonement for the holy place because of the uncleanness of the children of Israel and because of their transgressions, even all their sins. And so he shall do for the tent of meeting that dwells with them in the middle of their uncleanness. No one shall be in the tent of meeting when he enters to make atonement in the holy place until he comes out and has made atonement for himself and for his household and for all the assembly of Israel. He shall go out to the altar that is before the Lord and make atonement for it and shall take some of the bull's blood and some of the goat's blood and put it around on the horns of the altar. He shall sprinkle some of the blood on it with his finger seven times and cleanse it and make it holy from the uncleanness of the children of Israel. When he has finished atoning for the holy place, the tent of meeting and the altar, he shall present the live goat. Aaron shall lay both his hands on the head of the live goat and confess over him all the iniquities of the children of Israel and all their transgressions, even all their sins, and he shall put them on the head of the goat and shall send him away into the wilderness by the hand of a man who is ready. The goat shall carry all their iniquities on himself to a solitary land, and he shall release the goat in the wilderness. Aaron shall come into the tent of meeting, and shall take off the linen garments which he put on when he went into the holy place, and shall leave them there. Then he shall bathe himself in water in a holy place, put on his garments, and come out and offer his burnt offering and the burnt offering of the people, and make atonement for himself and for the people. The fat of the sin offering he shall burn on the altar. He who lets the goat go as the scapegoat shall wash his clothes, and bathe his flesh in water, and afterward he shall come into the camp. The bull for the sin offering and the goat for the sin offering, whose blood was brought in to make atonement in the holy place, shall be carried outside the camp, and they shall burn their skins, their flesh, and their dung with fire. He who burns them shall wash his clothes and bathe his flesh in water, and afterward he shall come into the camp. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 7, starting in verse 1. Then the Pharisees and some of the scribes gathered together to him, that is, Jesus, having come from Jerusalem. Now when they saw some of his disciples eating bread with defiled, that is, unwashed, hands, they found fault. For the Pharisees and all the Jews don't eat unless they wash their hands and forearms, according to the tradition of the elders. They don't eat when they come from the marketplace unless they bathe themselves. And there are many other things which they have received to hold to, washings of cups, pitchers, bronze vessels, and couches. The Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why don't your disciples walk according to the tradition of the elders, but eat their bread with unwashed hands? He answered them, Well did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites. As it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. They worship me in vain, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. For you set aside the commandment of God, and hold tightly to the tradition of men, the washing of pitchers and cups, and you do many other such things. He said to them, Full well do you reject the commandment of God, that you may keep your tradition. For Moses said, Honor your father and your mother, and he who speaks evil of father or mother, let him be put to death. But you say, If a man tells his father or his mother, Whatever profit you might have received from me is Corban, that is to say, given to God, then you no longer allow him to do anything for his father or his mother, making void the word of God by your tradition which you have handed down. You do many things like this. He called all the multitude to himself, and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand. There is nothing from outside of the man that going into him can defile him, but the things which proceed out of the man are those that defile the man. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. 
When he had entered into a house away from the multitude, his disciples asked him about the parable. He said to them, Are you also without understanding? Don't you perceive that whatever goes into the man from outside can't defile him, because it doesn't go into his heart, but into his stomach, then into the latrine, making all foods clean? He said, That which proceeds out of the man, that defiles the man. For from within, out of the hearts of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, sexual sins, murders, thefts, covetings, wickedness, deceit, lustful desires, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, and foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. Psalm 40, beginning in verse 11. Don't withhold your tender mercies from me, Lord. Let your loving kindness and your truth continually preserve me. For innumerable evils have surrounded me. My iniquities have overtaken me, so that I am not able to look up. They are more than the hairs of my head. My heart has failed me. Be pleased, Lord, to deliver me. Hurry to help me, Lord. Let them be disappointed and confounded together who seek after my soul to destroy it. Let them be turned backward and brought to dishonor who delight in my hurt. Let them be desolate by reason of their shame, that tell me, Aha! Aha! Let all those who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. Let such as love your salvation say continually, Let the Lord be exalted. But I am poor and needy. May the Lord think about me. You are my help and my deliverer. Don't delay, my God. Proverbs chapter 10, beginning in verse 13. Wisdom is found on the lips of him who has discernment, but a rod is for the back of him who is void of understanding. Wise men lay up knowledge, but the mouth of the foolish is near ruin. 